You're finally your own boss writing your own checks, but are you still treating yourself like an employee versus an employer? And what is the impact of that on your business? We're talking about that today on this episode of Liberation Conversations with Katrina. These conversations are the custom molded key to truth hidden in plain sight. Spiritual business strategies where entrepreneurship is a vehicle to your total life liberation. Welcome to another episode of Liberation Conversations with Katrina M. Harrell. I am Katrina M. Harrell, business strategist, and I'm CEO of Business Liberation where we help innovators, multi-passionate entrepreneurs, and game changers transform their businesses by transforming their minds by way of ownership of their true value and purpose. Basically, I equip you with the skills that transform you from and your business from one that isn't profitable or spiritually fulfilling to one that is via pricing, marketing, and business modeling services. So speaking of being profitable and speaking of pricing and and speaking of transforming your mind, today we're talking about the difference between the employee mindset versus the employer mindset. And I'm speaking specifically to those of us those of you who have worked corporate America, worked for someone else for a number of years and found yourself now self-employed. You're living your dreams. You're finally your own boss. You no longer have to punch the clock, so to speak. However, you're still struggling in your business. Even though you're doing what you desire to do, you still, there's still, it still feels like there is a, um, a barrier or a something that's keeping you from truly maximizing or bringing in the money that you thought you could and having the freedom that you thought you would have working for yourself. You thought you would have a lot more time on your hands, be willing to, you know, do more in your life, but you're finding yourself working three times as hard as when you were working for someone else. And what is that about? What is that? Well, I can tell you from firsthand experience, it's your mindset. It's that first five years, the first three to five years that you are self-employed, you're still operating as if if you're working for someone else. And I'll give you an example. When I I worked, I spent 15 years or so in corporate America working for a lot of Fortune 100 and Fortune 500 corporations as well as large global uh, nonprofit organizations uh, doing a lot of wonderful work. And when it got to the point where it was time for me to leave corporate America and I no longer could take it. And I realized that working for myself, being an entrepreneur, being self-employed, being a business owner is what I desired and what I must do. When I did that, I started working for myself, had clients uh, pretty much right away, had uh, didn't have a problem finding clients immediately. However, what I did have a problem with was learning how to manage my time. I found myself where I would have a client that would be paying me very, very well um, every single month. I found myself finding it very difficult to keep those client payments coming in or 
managing the managing working with the client and then having a marketing uh, system going on or how to really um, ensure that I wasn't doing too much for the client or making sure that I wasn't you know allowing the client to treat me like I was their employee by calling me 10 times a day you know instead of having boundaries so that's just one example and I know for a lot of entrepreneurs that first five years you're really figuring yourself out and that entrepreneur, I'm sorry, that employee versus employer mindset is really working um, in those first few years. So to illustrate what that means, the impact that this can have is a business where you're treating yourself like you are at the whim of your clients, meaning no matter what your clients do or say, or you're constantly fighting for the next client or constantly fighting for or trying to prove yourself for that that uh, fee or price that you put out there. And that happens you know, because when you think about when you work for someone else, the value is predetermined for you. You walk into a company with systems already designed, your desk is already laid out, they are responsible for providing you with all the tools that you need to get your job done because they've already assessed exactly what it is that you need to do and what they need from you. So your value is predetermined, therefore your salary is predetermined. So you come in, as long as you come in, right and you sit down at your desk or you stand behind that counter regardless of what type of work depending on what type of work you do if you do what the job description says you will get a paycheck every two weeks every week every month bi-monthly however frequently you will get it as long as you do this you will get this it's very specific and it's based on your skill set most of the time even if you're in a managerial position it's still based on a very specific set of skills and results that, that your employer is already aware that you're going to provide so they pretty much have a dollar amount over your head and so because of that for you you don't be that exchange between them saying okay we're going to pay you this is what you're going to give us for you that relinquishes you from even thinking about what it took for them to even get to the, the point of being able to hire you or what does it take for them for you to really be able to perform the job that you're able to do you don't think about that when you're an employee you think i show up i do what's required i get a check and so when you work for yourself there needs to be a instant switch in mindset and it doesn't always happen with us when we are, you know, when we're first leaving the job and we're working for someone and we begin to working for ourselves, making that switch. So to further illustrate, I like to give the example of fishing. Okay, so when you work for someone else, you go and you get all the tools, you have the boat and you go out in the water and you you are instructed by the, the fishermen to go out and... Um, catch the fish and they give you all the tools to do it you catch the fish and all you have to do is once the fish is caught you know clean it uh flour it season it and fry it up and eat it that's it it's pretty simple you can count on it you can bank on it but now that you're self-employed ca catching the fish is really just <laughs> a piece of the pie you have to actually make the boat you have to actually determine what type of boat it needs to be. You need to determine which fishing rod is the best, what type of bait, and so on and so forth. You have to think about everything that goes in to producing the end result. And that's what an employer thinks. And what happens with us when we, and particularly with entrepreneurs who are just fresh out, 
this tends to show up in our pricing and how we price our services and how we approach and position ourselves to our customers and clients. So whether you were making a salary or maybe whether you were being paid by the hour or by tips, regardless, your um, your pay was was based on a very specific dollar amount and based on time, no matter what. It was still based on time in some way. I worked in payroll. I worked in accounting for many, many years. Even salary employees at the end of the day still had to record hourly uh, by the hour what they, uh, what they did. So uh, regardless of that, when you work for yourself, however, um, you are valuing yourself based on your skill set. But as an employer, as your own employer, however, you're providing more than your actual skill set to your business. You're the CEO, CEO of your business. So therefore, you're providing the skill set. Let's say, for example, if you're a bookkeeper, yes, you may be actually providing the bookkeeping. But as the CEO of the bookkeeping business, you're also providing the, the value. You're providing the environment for the bookkeeper, which is you as well, to actually perform the job. So therefore, when you're setting your prices and you're, sell you're setting what, you, uh, what your services are going to cost, it is no longer you know, as simple as saying, well, I was making 20 bucks an hour here at my last job, so I'm going to just give myself a raise, and now I'm making 50 bucks or 30. I've seen people say, oh, I, if I ask what's your hourly rate, and they say 45 bucks an hour. And I go, well, what? How, how in the world can you live off of $45 an hour? And I'm not saying that to judge because I totally understand it, like I said. However, if we get trapped in this uh, spiral of frustration because what we realize is that you're spending 40 hours a week on client work, but you have to spend another 30 hours plus to find more clients to make sure your own business is organized, to do your own, your own record keeping, to answer your own phones. <laughs> so it's, it's get, it gets to where as um, once you are an employee, I'm sorry, employer, owning your own business as a CEO, your mindset has to change. You have to think of yourself in terms of the value that you bring versus the actual skill set that you provide. They're two different things and very distinct. As the CEO, you're thinking value. As the, as the employee, you're thinking skill set. And your business needs to embody both if you desire to really truly have that life that you desire to have once you became self-employed. So how to get or develop an employer mindset. I have three, three simple tips that I want to share with you as well as a couple tips that I want you to do next so that you can start making the changes in your business right now and start uh, really kind of releasing that pressure. Okay, so how do you develop the employer mindset? The first thing you need to do is don't think about you based on what you know how to do. And I know this is challenging for some of us, particularly those of us that provide, uh, that our businesses are based on our skills. It's hard to do that, but you must get to that space. The key to finding your value, the key, the key to pricing yourself based on your value is to not think of yourself based on what you know how to do, but think about what you know. 
In other words, who are you? And like us, it doesn't matter if you are a makeup artist or if you are a bookkeeper. I don't care what you do, whether you're providing a service or you're making products. The value, the who, the what, the who in your services is what's most important over than the actual process, the doing. Okay, employers know their value. In order to be able to empower someone else to perform a job, you must know what's possible for yourself and for your company, okay? The second thing is, and that leads me to, you have to see your business as a separate entity from you. And no, I'm not talking about how your business is structured, whether it's a corporation or LLC or sole proprietorship. I'm not talking about that. Regardless of your entity structure of your business, the structure of your of your company, Regardless of that, your business has to be viewed as a separate living, breathing entity in and of yourself. It has, it has to be a structure that is separate from you. And it's important to realize that your business is here to serve you. Oftentimes when we go into business, particularly those of us who are in businesses that empower or help other people, the first thing that I hear a lot of folks say is, I want to help people. I want to see make a, see you know my services make a difference in someone else's lives. So what we completely forget, and women are specifically guilty about of this, we forget, however, that the business, while we're so business on busy ensuring that our business is servicing other people and making everyone else happy, we forget that the business is here ultimately to serve you we get into business to serve ourselves and that's a misconception that a lot of us don't talk about that we think that our business is here to serve other people no your business is here to serve you so that you can serve other people so that you can be empowered to give opportunities to other people so that you can be empowered to be able to affect your community affect change in your community So when you look at your business as its own separate entity, realizing that that business has its own structure, it has to have systems, then you realize that your current pricing, 50 bucks an hour, it's just not going to get it. And I don't don't even need to know what industry you're in. 50 bucks an hour is just not going to get it, regardless of the industry. If, If you are in this position where you're ready to take your life, your time back, so it's a, it's a key distinction. If you're cool with it, fine. But if you're ready for a different level, then your business has to have a different view from you. And that requires establishing structure and spending time with creating systems, okay? So the third thing that you need to do in order to develop an employer mindset is you have to begin to think about the ultimate goal, the ultimate result that your business, again, remembering your business business is now considered not you, but its own entity, but the ultimate result that your business uh, provides to your clients or customers. Regardless, if you if you make makeup, if you do bookkeeping, what is the ultimate thing? And in order for your business to be able to do that, what does it need to have? In order for your business to be able to get this very specific result to your client, what does your business require in order to be able to do that? What systems, what structure, how much money does it need to bring in? Okay, so those are the three things. And now in terms of what to do next, now that you're like, okay, Katrina, this is so good. Okay, what do I need to do next? What do you need to do next? Okay, here's a good one. Triple your hourly rate. If you're working by the hour, triple your hourly rate 
what in the world is she talking about? <laughs> I am a makeup artist. I am a bookkeeper. I cannot go to my clients and say, now my bookkeeper's in 150 bucks an hour. The market will not bear that. Hang with me, because I do have some more to say to you about that. So you want to make sure that you triple your hourly rate. Just hang with me, keep listening, and we're gonna make this is all gonna make sense. To make you to help you understand how that works, if your hourly if you want your hourly rate to be 50 bucks an hour, then make it $150 an hour. As $50 an hour goes to you for your personal everyday living, paying your bills just like you was when you were working for someone else, right? Now, if you make it 25, you have to pay yourself 50 because now you have to pay your own health insurance. You have to um, ensure that you are still able to save money and you have to put money aside in case you have a, you know, a slow period in your business, so on and so forth, right? Then the other $50 goes to paying business expenses. And then the other $50 goes towards reinvesting and growing your business. And that is reinvesting in marketing strategies, coaches, personal development, what have you. And that's the simplest formula to pricing. And this is, I, I teach people detailed pricing models, but this is like the, the two minute quick, this is how you can price yourself. And honestly, if you are a coach or a consultant or a service provider where you where you give your clients results versus your your services are not based on your time spent, your hourly rate really should start at about two fifty an hour. Most coaches, um, most high end level coaches are in the thousands, but for a beginning coach, setting your rate at two fifty an hour, uh, five hundred dollars an hour is not crazy actually you should and again remembering you're not working for someone else you're working for yourself you're working for your business your company has to pay you so it's not you making 250 or 500 an hour it's your company earning 500 bucks an hour because they have to pay you your portion of that so okay so going back to I can't triple my fees if I am a service provider, if, I, if, if the services that I provide are actually skill set type services. So here's what you have to do. They're custom, and I teach this in my, my programs, um, in my Price to Profit program, and I also teach this in my, uh, to my private clients who work with me um, you know, in a much, much more detailed way. When we talk about understanding the two, the two different client types and realizing that there's different types of clients, there's clients who want to, who only want your services based on what you are actually able to do for them, meaning your skill set, right? And so those things can be um, services that you can train someone else to do or that you can hire someone else to do for you, um, for your clients, um, working for your own company or outsource, right? So those things, yes, you're right. You do have a cap on how much you can charge per hour. But what I'm referring to are the, cl the clients who are not interested in your skill set, but are interested in the result that you can provide for them, meaning that they want what you know, they want more of who you are. Remember what I said about number one, developing the employer mindset? You have to think about yourself based on what you know and who you are, and that's where the value is. So there's difference between doing the bookkeeping, right, the actual putting in the, the codes and going into QuickBooks and doing whatever you're doing. That's, that could be, and that is 
very time limited. So you know that you can save 50 bucks an hour, $75 an hour for that. But if you're asking me as a bookkeeper to come into your company and to sit down with you and help you organize your systems and help you with record keeping, well, now we're talking about something, we're talking more about a skill set or a value add solution that I'm providing that's not based on my time, but based on who I am and what I know. Well, now we're talking 150 an hour. And then from there, you have the opportunity to now create packages. And where if, if instead of billing your clients by the hour, you can create packages that leverage your time a lot better. So that's what you do next, okay? You triple your hourly rate, but then you focus on creating, pack, separating your skill uh, set services from your value add services and creating packages. And you want to reserve your time-driven services for high-paying clients. And typically, I tell my clients, a high-paying client is anybody who's paying at minimum $1,000 per month or per service on a consistent basis. They're paying a significant amount of money on a consistent basis uh, for your services. And so, in conclusion, that employer versus employee mindset is so critical to your value and to understanding your value who you are and what you were created to do in this world is not limited to your skills. It's not limited to just what you have been learned to, to do by way of a vocational school or educa your education or just by habit or what you've been taught. That's just a piece of what you are able to provide and contribute to the world. That's a piece of it. And it's definitely, it definitely should be compensated well. But as you're approaching your business and you're thinking about the frustration that you're now feeling in your business, I really want you to take the time to sit down and evaluate where you are, who you are, and what you ultimately bring to the table, what you ultimately bring to the world. What is it that, what, what is it that you ultimately contribute to yourself to the bigger and grander scheme of entrepreneurship. Your business is here to serve you. That's a huge paradigm. I know that whoever's listening to this is probably maybe thinking, wow, but that is a huge paradigm that it took even for me to get to, to realize that, wait, no, my business is here to take care of me. If I'm anybody's employee, I am my own business's employee. So therefore, I need a regular paycheck. <laughs> and if I need a regular paycheck, right, I can't be working because I also have to wear the CEO hat, right? I can't work. I can't spend 40 hours a week working with clients. I can spend maybe 20 hours a week max, you know, working on my business, period, because I have to do other things because I am the CEO, not of only my business, but of my life. So you want that breakthrough in your business. You're ready to get out of that space of kind of, oh my gosh, overwhelm. I hope this podcast shed some light on that for you. And I welcome you to visit my website, katrinamherald.com to get your free price to profit kit where we break down and I give you some free information about how to double, if not triple your fees and your prices and build that confidence in yourself to own your value, to walk in your value and to build a business of value. I thank you so much for checking out Liberation Conversations today. Leave me a comment if you are uh, listening to this on iTunes. Leave me a review if you're on SoundCloud or Podomatic or Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, wherever you are right now listening to this. I want to hear your thoughts. 
What has been your frustrations in your business? Where are you tripped up when it comes to the pricing of your services? And if you agree with me, if you've encountered these same experiences, uh, I want to hear your feedback. This podcast is something I enjoy doing and I want to keep doing it. I want to keep sharing this stuff. So keep keep on uh, talking to me. If you have questions or even some next podcast episode ideas, let me know that too. Thank you. Again, website katrinamherald.com. And I'll see you next week.